0: Today? It is Wednesday,
1: my new... This is gonna be hey everybody pastor adam here on a special day because today is my birthday and uh, i was actually thinking about this the other day pastor david uh he was preaching this past sunday and in his message he said uh he's getting older obviously if you know pastor david I had a sweet uh, joke at the very end of service. He was—he he talked about Thomas Edison, and I said I was waiting for a story about him and Edison getting into some high school hijinks. I got a good laugh because you know he's old, but I love him. He's awesome. But anyways, he said during his message um, that he has uh, seen more sunsets than he's gonna see, and I started to think about. It. I'm like me too. I'm in the same boat. Because I don't think I'm going to be living to 91. So I've seen more sunsets than I'm going to see. However, maybe not. Because there's been many times. It's just I've been doing something and it got dark and I never saw the sunset. There's like tons. So what if every day I went out and watched the sunset? Then I would actually be seeing more sunsets. And I think that that's probably uh, the case for David too. A lot of things that I was thinking in that moment. But anyways, the moral of the story is, I'm getting old. Poor me. Anyways, moving on from that, we have a new addition to the bloopers and fails vault. Uh, last week, you know, or whenever, what, I don't know if it was last week. Yeah, I think it was last week I put it in there. My uh starting a um, half-step low on Joy to the World? But this time, it's our beloved Danny Brickles who made it into this one so so check this out it's good stuff I love how he just kind of laughed at it. Like, he, he heard it. Oh! Then he went, oh, that's where it is. So he was actually a step too high. Um, me being a step too low the week before, him being a little too high. I guess it was two weeks ago because we had a acoustic service. Anyways, I'd like to think that we kind of evened each other out. But this is actually his first um, time in the, uh, the bloopers and fails. Um, hopefully... He takes it as a badge of honor rather than ridic- ridicule because I don't want him to feel bad. Maybe a little bad, but not a lot because he's awesome. We love Danny. He's, he's good. And he doesn't usually make mistakes like that. But when he does, it's good. Right? Nice. Anyways, as I was preparing this devotional today, yesterday, actually, I was preparing it. Uh, I was lucky enough to um, be smelling my candied maple bacon candle that my daughter got me for Christmas. Here's a picture of it, if you're watching rather than just listening. But, anyways, it was definitely needed this week because you see, I have this mini fridge in my office, uh, which displays, you know, Darth Vader on top and then the Mandalorian helmet right below it. It's it's a nice little conversation piece if people manage to come into my office but um i keep beverages in there like waters uh some coffee drinks for my oldest daughter uh, and some v8 energy drinks for myself if i ever need a little pick-me-up because not really a coffee drinker even though gianna's really trying to get me to but it's too coffee-ish i'm not that the taste of coffee is the problem i remember i had a job um i got a job uh united feather and down a long time ago and they asked if i drink coffee and i went no and he goes well you will And I said, unless you are going to be able to change the overall flavor of coffee, then probably not. And I was right. Well, anyways, back to the mini fridge. Uh, On November 27th, I had a volunteer, his name's Randy, serve uh, for Front of the House Sound. And him being a very nice, super generous guy, he brought in a huge selection, a plethora of beverages for the worship team and the tech team. Um, he brought waters, energy drinks, orange juice, coffee frappuccinos, Gatorades, all sorts of stuff was in there. But one item that he also brought was chocolate milk, cuz you know, chocolate milk's a good thing to have in the morning. So, after service, I saw that there was a few drinks left over, one being that chocolate milk, and I put said drinks that were left over into my fridge and um This week, so so I forgot about it, so this week Gianna went in to get one of her coffee drinks out of the fridge, and apparently the chocolate milk had kind of fermented after, you know, a month plus, um, and busted open a little bit, enough to, you know, really stink up the whole refrigerator, so everything was putrid and stinky, and uh, so Monday I had to clean out the fridge with bleach and baking soda and do that whole thing so it went from this putrid awful nasty gross stench to a bleach smell and then luckily I had this candied maple bacon candle so now my office smells delicious now I know a lot of you might be thinking I don't know if I want to be smelling bacon candied maple bacon all the time like that that also doesn't sound good but let me tell you I like the smell of candied bacon first of all and if you just were to smell the candle, that's exactly what it tastes like—a lot, a lot of bacon grease, maybe—and like you, right? But when you burn it, it actually kind of smells like like a little bit of a wood burning smell. Um, Pastor Mike walked by. He said it sm- it smells like you were cutting pine wood with kind of like a dull saw bre- saw blade, so you get that kind of burning smell. And we both really like it. He's like, I like it. I said, Me too. So. That's been the excitement for the week so far. I know you were on the edge of your seat. I just brought you there. Excitement. So, with all that excitement, let's jump into the devotional now. Shall we? We shall. Okay, so the question is, has anyone ever heard of the shopping cart theory? Well, here's the rundown of what the shopping cart theory is from a video that I found on YouTube. It's only a minute and a half, so check this out.
0: The shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, and one which we all recognize as the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right, There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do, because it is correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, an absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with the law and the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good bad member of society.
1: So what we have here is an exercise in free will, in like a non-religious spiritual sense. But what is free will? Well, here's one definition. Free will is the power to decide what you will do in a certain situation. However, don't forget Your choices have consequences. So here's kind of an example of scripture of the free will that we have. So it's in 1 Corinthians 10, 23. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 23. So this this verse is making the implication that while it's true, you have the right to do anything you want the truth is everything you do is not beneficial for you or for those around you so while you have the right to make those choices you also remember the responsibility that comes with the choices that come with it so so to take a step further as christians you must not think about how your choices affect you but how your choices affect others and there's something else in the bible that says about free will that we sometimes want to overlook So if we look at the very next verse in 1 Corinthians 10, and that's uh, 10.24, it says, No one is to seek his own good, but the good of the other person. So while we don't live, like, we do have free will as Christians, but we have to remember we don't live in a vacuum. Which is really good because my vacuum, every time I turn it on to vacuum, it stinks. It's got this weird odor to it and now it's like something's going on with it where it's like you're pushing it so hard like if you're gonna go over like the hardwood to vacuum okay but when you go over rugs and carpet it's like you're pushing a sled it's crazy and I remember back in Illinois like every two years Black Friday I would make the trek out somewhere and buy a vacuum for cheap and it would last I like to say the two years. It may actually last like one year, and then we had a warranty on it, and then we'd get another year. Something like that. So it's good we're not in a vacuum because vacuums don't last, and uh, they stink, and they break down. Although, here at church, we have an orc that's awesome. And I've never actually used a Dyson for the money, or those sharks that are really nice for the money that are like four or $500. I hope they're better. I hope they're better vacuums. But... I'm just going to get off this vacuum tangent that I'm on now, this rant about vacuums that has nothing to do with anyway. So, as Christians, we remember we don't live in a vacuum. Uh, So if we're going to be a true follower of Christ, then you must exercise your free will with the reality of how your choices will impact other people. Now, I think, personally, this shopping cart theory makes a lot of sense to me. Because when I see shopping carts sitting in random places i think to myself self why couldn't they just put the cart back it's not that hard and it's so disrespectful now i do on occasion think what if they they really had to go to the bathroom what if they had diarrhea i think I think that a lot of times, too, when people are driving erratically, speeding and flying. Like, maybe they have diarrhea. They, they're trying to get somewhere. So I'll give that benefit of the doubt. They're in an emergency. They couldn't... What if they're like... They made it through the shopping. They're like, oh, I just got to get this in the car and get home. Because they know they got some. They're on the clock. I've been on the clock many times with my belly. Like, rumbly in the tumbly. So, okay. That's the only reason... I can think, or maybe someone had like an emergency call they had to get somewhere. I'll give that, right? But for the most part, I think shopping cart theory holds up, and I can compare that that to the to the follower of a Christ. So like when I when I think of the shopping cart theory, when I first heard it, I I know that we're all supposed to return the carts to their place or into the store. And Going out into the parking lot, bringing it all the way back to the store seems unreasonable. But that's why we have cart bin things, I don't know what they're called, all over the parking lot. So we can put them there and they're always within, you know, a short walking distance of, from where you're parked. So there should be no reason you can't return it. And this whole theory is if you're a good person, you're going to return it. If you're a bad person, you don't care about the laws or the social aspects of it, you're just going to leave it, whatever. And in a lawless lawless society, if there was no rules, those number of people who don't return the shopping carts are going to be the ones that's the problem, while all the people who do return them have this moral compass, this, uh, this vision of what is right, and, and kind of like the social co- contract that we signed uh, to live in peace. Those are the good people. I kind of get it, and I kind of believe that that is true, that if the apocalypse happened or whatever, or it's something that everything goes down, those people who don't return the carts, they're gonna be the problem. Even some people who do return the cards could probably be swayed over to that side if there's no rules. But in this theory, that's what we're what's what we're talking about. Because as the video says about returning the shopping cart, not returning the cart, it's not illegal. No one's gonna kill you for not returning it. And even though returning the shopping cart is the right thing to do, so the question is, will a person do the right thing without being forced? So if we look at being a Christian, it's not illegal to not be a Christian. Of course not. No one's going to kill you for not being a Christian. And as a matter of fact, the chances of you being killed for being a Christian are actually higher than if you weren't. So those of us who believe and call Jesus Lord know it's the right thing to do. But, again, no one is being forced or forcing someone else to be a Christian. Now, there's been many people who try to force someone to be a Christian, but that doesn't really work. You can't really argue someone into the kingdom. It's just not how it works. But we as Christians can only share the gospel, point to Jesus, and pray that they do come to faith. Also, here, though, here's where the... I have a little problem with the shopping cart theory. It says... That uh, not returning the cart doesn't hurt anyone else, but I don't necessarily find that true. It can hurt someone by leaving it out, and then maybe the wind pushes it and hits the car and it dents it. And no, it's not actually hurting the person physically, but it damages their property, which could then uh, cause them to get have to fix it, spend the money, so it hurts their finances. Or it could roll. Somewhere where they cause another driver to swerve and then they get into an accident or they run somebody over. So it can hurt others in theory. We're talking about theories here, right? Um, but here's the thing. It's also very inconvenient for the workers to go and round them up. Um, and my daughter works at Publix and sometimes she's got to go out and get carts. And she's got to go get them from all over places. And she's like, it's a pain. And also, just this just reminded me, when I was at Publix getting a couple things, I don't go there because it's pretty expensive. But I needed to grab a couple things. I had to drop Gianna off. Whatever. I took the cart down the center. There's like a, a sidewalk that goes down the center of the um, parking lot. I get it. I park it there, and I only had a few bags, so I went and put those in the trunk. Now I was gonna go right back and put the shopping cart in the proper place because I am the ones, one of the people who does return it um one of the workers came and she was like i'll just take this for you which is nice and i like it however there was a vibe that she believed i wasn't going to take it back and i was thinking about this theory and i'm like i don't want her to think i'm part of the problem i'm not i was like i was going to return it and she was like "Mm -hmm. i don't think she believed me and it's a problem because i was like no i really was i almost was like let me just take it Let me just take it. I'm going to show you. She's like, no, I got it, sir. I'm like, just give me the cart. And she's like, I got it. Afterwards, I told Gianna that whole thing. And she was looking at me like, she's just getting the cart, dude. I'm like, was she? I think there was judgment. I feel there was judgment. I didn't like it. There probably wasn't any judgment. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm just saying the shopping cart theory had me thinking for a long time. And that incident happened. So anyways. It's inconvenient for the workers to have to go get them uh, if we haven't returned them to the proper place. That's what I'm saying. So in that 1 Corinthians scripture, the emphasis the emphasis on that, however, wasn't us doing the right thing. It was for, it was for us to help others. We're to be salt and light of the world, to point people to Christ. And even though we may find it inconvenient to share the gospel and talk to others about it, we are commanded to do it. But... Like the shopping cart theory, we're not being forced. And I like the scripture from Joshua. I actually have part of the scripture on my wall when you walk into our house. And it's Joshua 24, 14 through 15. It says, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, and choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, meaning me and my family, right? That can also be hard, though, because a lot of times kids don't want to follow the Lord. Now, I don't necessarily have any issues right now with that, um, having, I haven't heard anything from my kids saying they don't want to, but I know it's a very real thing because uh, a lot of people are forced to go to the, they are forced to go to church like, when they're little, but then when they get older, they kind of go off and do their own thing. Um, and just like in teaching our kids to do the right thing every day in earthly life, like chores, responsibilities, returning shopping carts, to the proper area, we must teach them the goodness of Christ. And we have to teach them what free will is and also the consequences. Consequences of not believing are real to those of us who are believers, but what if you don't believe? Can you see the cons- consequences of not returning a shopping cart? Just but, I mean, okay, taking it to the shopping cart theory, we can see. The parking lot afterwards, like at the night after, before they come out and get it. There's shopping carts askew everywhere. It looks like a wasteland of lone shopping carts all willy-nilly all over. You see, you can see door dings and damaged and trashed carts, and we see those type of things. But if you're not a believer, you can't see the burning flesh from those who are in the lake of fire. So this is the consequences. And I know, it's kind of a grim thought, but that is the importance of sharing the gospel and the importance of us talking with our loved ones about God and goodness and and living a certain way. And I know you probably didn't expect the shopping cart theory, let alone that to be wrapping up with, Uh, You're not going to see the ones burning in the lake of fire. It's grim and dark. Why'd you get so dark on your birthday, Adam? That seems uncalled for. guess it comes with age. You get older, you see things differently. So that's kind of the birthday message today. Think about the shopping cart theory when you're there. Think about... Our walk with Jesus think about our call to tell people about it think about how we want to get away from the chaos and the anarchy of just doing whatever we want if that free will tells us we can do you can do everything you want as a matter of fact my my daughter the biggest problem that I have with her my oldest is she wants to do everything she just wants this is literally what she said can you just leave me alone so I can do whatever I want no no I cannot because doing whatever you want is a terrible idea. This is the sh- She needs to focus in on the shopping cart theory, what that world would look like there. Because I even said to her, if everybody was able to do their own thing with no responsibilities, do you think this would be a good world to live in? And she just looked at me. Mm. Yeah, I know. Because you know, the answer is it would be a terrible world to live in. That's why we have the law of Christ. We have his rule book, which is the Bible, his guidelines for how we should live and how the world would be great if everybody just accepted that and did what Scripture told us to do. But we know that's not the case. And we know that uh, it got bad in the beginning and God was like, I'm gonna, i i got to get rid of these people. I'm going to flood this earth because this is crazy. So hopefully this wasn't just a babbling, nonsensical message devotional podcast thing it I mean it could be i don't know but uh that's what i have today so if you got anything out of it i hope you did please share it give it to your friends your family your coworkers, your neighbors people you don't like people who you think are uh the people who leave their shopping carts willy-nilly all over the place they, they definitely need to hear this so you have a great week and i'll see you next time